Over 30 years of serving the Arizona homeowner. 13 years in a row ranking Arizona's best referral network. RosieOnTheHouse.com Protecting you, informing you, and educating you. It's Rosie on the House. Oh, yes, yeah. You in my house now. Good Saturday morning to you. I'm Rosie here in the studio with my wife, sweet Jennifer. Good morning, darling. Good morning. All righty, there you go. Our programming engineer, Mr. Gary D. Gary D., good morning, sir. Man, Thanks. good morning. How you doing? Oh, yeah, I'm doing that just fine right now this morning. That's so good to hear. Oh, yeah. And we have a call screener, Miss Jess, in today to help us out. Jess, thanks for showing up this morning. We appreciate it. And we've got a packed couple of hours left of the program. We're going to be talking about your favorite subject, your house, your home, your castle, your cabin. Now, those of you that have joined us through the first hour know that we talked about pickling and harvesting and preserving your garden produce. You know, that's something... That's something probably you saw your grandmother do back home, right? Well, we're going to be talking about something this hour that probably your grandmother was standing on. Hardwood floors were the pre- predominant flooring in all of America for about 100 years. And we've got an expert on hardwood floors coming in and joining us this morning. Bobby, general manager of Mission Hardwood floors. Thanks for coming in, buddy. Absolutely. Hello, everyone. Oh, I I first used Mission Hardwood Floor back in the 80s, and they're still going strong. So we're going to be talking hardwood floors today and the evolution of that product in Arizona. Because it does take some specialized treatment to get it done right. Jennifer, do you remember uh, 34 years ago? When uh, we, I did the very first radio program of Rosie on the House. Do you remember the first question I was asked? Well, I was home with five kids. I don't know if I remember or not. <laughs> I, I can remember. <laughs> it must have had something to do with Florida. It so. did. I, it was Sarah calling from Arcadia, and she wanted to know what I thought about bamboo floors. I had never even heard of bamboo floors. So the first question I was ever asked on air I was stumped. I can't believe they ever let me come back the next Saturday. (laughs) Absolutely incredible. So that's my story about bamboo flooring. Now, let's go there first. Bobby, I haven't seen any bamboo floors. What what, what was was Sarah talking about? I saw them for a little while in the 80s, 90s, but boy... they're still popular just in different parts of the country. Not, uh, not <laughs> in the dry climate here, they don't do so well. And so uh, most retailers have pulled them off the shelves okay. uh, due to severe shrinkage after you put it in. And so, um, yeah, we really don't want to sell anything that will cause a headache Amen. for the homeowner. And, and so that's the reason why they're not around here in Arizona any longer. I think most people would su- be surprised that, that, har- that bamboo is considered a hardwood. Yeah, so it is because I mean the, the funny thing is it's compressed grass, really what it yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but it, it is very hard. It's a durable product. It just in the dry environment just doesn't work as well as some other wood species. All right. Well, I got a little bit off the subject on a product we don't use. Yeah. But that was the first question I was ever asked 
when I started Roselle Nass 34 years ago. Um, I want to talk about the evolution of wood flooring in Arizona. And folks, if you'd like to join the conversation, you're welcome to do so. The number is one 767 Any question you might have, in particular this hour, about hardwood floorings, you've got to stay tuned for next hour because I'm going to be talking about the rate change coming from APS and the other utility companies as well. They're, com- they're going to be rolling out in the next six weeks. I want to get you prepared for that. I want to talk about spring cleaning, not only spring cleaning your house, but spring cleaning your head and your soul. And I want to talk a little bit about hammer selection. And I've got two events coming up that I have invitations for you. You've got to stay tuned for the 10 o'clock hour to hear those invitations. So hardwood flooring. I can remember coming into the trades in the 70s, uh, how we used to treat the concrete slab. Yes. To lay floor. <laughs> Most people don't realize it, but that slab carries a lot of moisture. It sure does. It draws moisture from the ground, especially when we have monsoons come in. Uh, all that moisture is absorbed by that slab, and the only way it goes is up. And so, and so you've got to do something there to mitigate that moisture. Uh, and yeah, going back, I mean, we used to oh. use mastic and and uh, and some sort of felt papers, and th- this was years ago. Oh, in the seventies, we'd roll two layers of fifteen yeah. pound felt at opposite directions. Right. Then we'd tack the plywood to that. Right. And then we'd lay two more layers of felt over the top of that. Then we'd lay our hardwood to that. Exactly. So now all that's not necessary. Uh, <laughs> these days, we can glue down the solid wood floor using using an application that has a moisture vapor barrier built that, in it. That saves you three quarters of an that inch. That saves you three quarters of an inch, which is great for remodels. I mean, when oh, you're building a home, man. you can recess your slab and you can, you can deal with it. However, when you're remodeling a home, you don't want to be raising that floor an inch and a half because then you have transitions going going into tile, into carpeting, into Toe other areas. Toe kicks yeah. your cabinets. And I that's mean, another thing. You can't get your appliances out. I mean, if you're going up, you know, so it's, yeah, it's, it, it was a big hurdle, and, and now that's all gone. So y'all are direct gluing any mechanical fastener on this on the slab? No. So um, interesting part, it's a two-layer system. Uh, you apply a moisture vapor barrier first. It's about as thick as a business card or a credit card. But and that's, that's troweled on? Yeah, it's troweled on. Um, it creates a monolithic, I want to call it rubber coating on that okay. concrete, and that gives you actually unlimited moisture protection. So that application is far better than what was used in the past as far as moisture mitigation. And once that dries overnight, we come back and we trowel the adhesive right over that moisture vapor barrier, and we glue that flooring down. And what it does is it gives you two layers of quote-unquote rubber. It gives you really nice impact absorption, really good acoustics in the room. But it also fastens the entire plank from the bottom. So when prior to this we would nail the flooring down, we would only put the nails into the tongue of the plank. Yes. Blind nailing is what it's called. Well, that's that's your point of fastening. Now the entire surface of the bottom of the plank is glued down. So so I feel it's a it's a far better application just overall. And I want to clarify to the listeners right now, we're talking about real tongue and groove yes. hardwood floors. We'll, we'll get to the others, sure, the parquet, sure. the engineer, and all that. Yes. But right now we're talking about the full solid three-quarter inch tongue group what wood species are available oh my gosh there's uh close to 300 species available um but we we kind of narrowed it down to about a dozen or two dozen at most 
Uh, hickories are number one seller. It you've is. Got, you've got, That's you, a pretty wood. Yeah, and it's it's really hard. So it takes a good beating as far as like dropping things on it. Uh, the floor won't dent and such. Uh, the second best seller would be European white oak. Uh, and then we go into walnut, maple, uh, mesquite, and so on. Now, mesquite would be beautiful. Mesquite is gorgeous, yeah. Mesquite would really be pretty. Yes, it's it's a gorgeous wood. It's not very popular because of the nature of the tree. So what happens is uh, when we lay a floor, you get a lot of shorter pieces because you just can't get right. you know, 10, 12-foot pieces out of a mesquite tree. Right. Um, so I think that's why it's not as popular as some of the others, but it is a great, great floor. It's, it's very hard, very stable, very dense, uh, and, of course, it's gorgeous. It is. And 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 very, uh, very Arizona. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Very Arizona. Well, let's talk about uh, getting the getting it installed in in a in a retrofit in a remodel. The mm-hmm. fact we're doing direct glue down really saves a lot of complications. Absolutely. So how what do you do on removal? Are y'all going to be doing some removal? Yes, we, we do removals and we remove, we remove anything that could be on the floor, whether it be you know really thick saltillo to you know um, regular tile, uh, engineered wood that could be glued down. Anything that's on that slab, we can have that removed. Uh, then we prep it correctly by grinding the slab, calling open coating it so that the slab is porous, and at that point it can accept any application moving forward. At the open pores, cleaned surface. Now we're going to do that trowel on waterproof. Correct. And I noticed that uh, many contractors don't take that step, but it's a crucial step to make sure that whatever you're applying on that concrete actually sticks to it correctly. And and again, I don't think people understand. We did a we did a home. It was back in the eighties. And they wanted all hardwood floors. Y'all did it. And it was on uh-huh. <laughs> it was in Paradise Valley on Palo Christi, just south of Lincoln sure. there. And um, we were getting moisture in the wood floor in the middle of the family room. And right. so what's the first thing you think? Slab leak. Right, exactly. But we've got plumbing leak. Right. We knew there was no water line down there. Mm-hmm. We tracked that to a utility trench dating back to the date the house was sure. built that was picking up moisture from the neighbor uphill's sprinkler system. Absolutely. And <laughs> and uh, I had an instance in Paradise Valley where um, an AC unit leaked. It was about 3,000 square feet of flooring. It leaked for about a week uh, when the homeowners were on vacation. Of course. And the water yeah. within that time period wicked through the entire home. So and it was a slow leak, but you know when you put two pieces of wood together, that that water want to equilibrate and travel. And so yeah, if you have a leak somewhere in a house in one area, it doesn't mean that that water will not travel to another part as long as that floor is touching. It it will definitely travel. It'll definitely travel. Well, we've talked a little bit about some of the challenges of hardwood flooring, but I want to get back because I I was under the impression in my building and remodeling, uh, basically since 1972. Um, that we had a huge surge of wood going in in mm-hmm. the 80s and the 90s. And then it seemed to me that porcelain, ceramics, luxury vinyl tiles began. I, I began seeing more and more and more of those. But you mentioned your company's twice the size it was in the housing boom back in 07. That's correct. Yeah, we're about double the size that we were in 07. Um, well, we're going we're gonna to take a little break. But when we come back, I want to hear 
about the resurgence and what you can do to restore a floor. Absolutely. When we get back with Bobby, general manager of Mission Hardwood Floor, you can join the conversation by dialing one 767 Today in the 9 o'clock hour, we're talking specifically the details of a particular type of floor you probably grew up on, hardwood floors. And to have that conversation in the 9 o'clock hour, we always bring an expert in or try and bring an expert in that knows more about the subject than I do that spends their life in that particular subject. We call it the 200 series of Rosie on the House. And to do that today, we brought in Bobby, General Manager of Mission Hardwood Floors. Uh, Bobby, how long have you been there at Mission? Uh, Since 2007. Okay. Um, Tell us a little bit about Mission Hardwood. Y'all been here in the Valley, I know, Uh, since the 80s. That's when I started using it. That's right. The company was established in 1972, uh, and uh, went through three ownerships. We're the third owners of, of the company. Uh, when I say we, uh, my, my dad and I. And uh, we, my dad and I have been in the woodworking business, I mean, for generations, I'm fourth generation in the woodworking business, so, so it's nothing new to us. Uh, and, uh, yeah, when we purchased Mission Hardwood, we've, we've just been taking it to the next level since. And, and if someone wanted to contact you listening, how would they reach out to you? Uh, two ways. Uh, through our website, we have a portal where uh, you can put in your information and, uh, and it'll send us an email. So that's through missionhardwood.com. Uh, you can also give us a call at the office, which is 480-994-0123. Okay, now I call you and I'm considering hardwood floor. Why would I consider hardwood floor over tile or stone or raw concrete? Yeah, there are many benefits. Uh, hardwood floors are typically warmer on the feet when you're walking barefoot. Uh, they also uh, have some sort of an impact absorption factor to them, so it's much easier on your joints. As a matter of fact, I just had a client uh, yesterday in the showroom uh, speaking about that. They had polished concrete floors, and they, and they just said enough. They, they, they want something that's easier to live on. Well, you so. talked about the temperature, and I think it's an interesting statistic. One inch of hardwood floor has the same insulation value as, what, eight inches of concrete? About that. Yeah. That, that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. So so it's a, yeah, it's excellent insulation. I mean, that's why wood is also used as cladding and siding and so forth, too. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So those are the reasons I would consider wood over and above the other products that are out there. Now, once I'm, once I have wood on my radar screen, what are my options at that point? Endless. Uh, <laughs> really endless. I mean, okay. uh, so many species of wood to choose from, uh, you know, full array of colors from, from white to black and anything in between, uh, different size planks, different widths, different lengths, different textures, uh, uh, different uh, grades of wood in terms of having knots, no knots, so clean look, rustic look. I mean, what, we what, can go on. What are on. you going to tell me if I say I want a I want as wide and long a plank of natural wood as I can get. Is that going to be something you would try and talk me out of? Uh, possibly, uh, but not not necessarily. Okay. Um, the, the cut of wood has a lot to do with the stability. So if you, for instance, go with a rift and quartered cut, which produces a lineal grain pattern on the plank, 
that'll allow you to go up to 12 or 13 inches on width on the plank. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's going to be a handsome floor. Right. So, so, and we've done quite a bit of them too. And then you can get really nice lengths up to 14, even 16 feet long on those. So, yeah, so you can produce a, a larger scale floor for sure. Now, if you're going with uh, the typical flats on, which produces the parabolas, which you see on 90% of the floors, then you probably want to keep it to a seven inch or so just for stability reasons. Width. Yeah, width. Yeah, yeah okay. exactly. Because you cross that threshold and you're going to find that it, the expansion, the seasonal expansion and contraction is going to be greater than what you want to see on that floor. Yeah. Okay. So what, what about the parquet floor? That that we put everywhere is in the fifties. Yeah. So, what do you call that? Uh, it is a parquet floor. Uh, <laughs> oddly enough, it's it's one of the most stable floors you can put in because okay. of all the small pieces in there. <laughs> okay. Uh, just aesthetically, um, I, I don't think that uh, it's in at the moment, but I think it's a great floor. <laughs> and but it but it's much thinner, right? Yeah, most of them were half inch instead of three quarter. And mm-hmm. and a, a a variety of hardwood flooring. I, I could look at hardwood that we've been talking about real three-quarter inch or right. more mm-hmm. hardwood or i could go to the engineered yeah so wood, right? so you can save yourself some money by going to an engineered floor what that is is you have a plywood core essentially consisting of several several uh wood layers on the core of the product and then the top layer that you physically walk on would be also a solid piece of hardwood but that's usually between two and six millimeters in thickness is it going to have the wearability of a of a hardwood? Real it does. Hardwood? Just uh, um, there are there are some factors to consider. All of those floors will have a beveled edge on them, and that's to offset your overwood. So when you have slight unevenness, you visually do not see it. Okay. And your seams are not perfectly sealed. So on a solid wood floor, when we apply a clear coat, we seal the seams, and so when you have a spill, the floor performs a lot better that way. Whereas on a pre-finished engineered floor, if that water penetrates that seam, it tends to swell up the plank. So um, it's not as as good of an application in kitchens and bathrooms and such as, as a solid wood floor would be. Well, we've got Henry on the line right now. Henry, I'm going to beg your patience. We're not going to have time to answer your question before we go to bottom of the hour break. But I promise in the next segment, you'll be the first caller. And he has a specific question about engineered flooring. As we go out, why don't you tell people, if they'd like to talk hardwood flooring, what number would they call you at? 480-994-0123. That's Mission Hardwood Floor Company. Rosie Certified. Arizona is Sanderson Ford country, and all roads lead to Sanderson Ford for sales, service, and satisfaction. Sanderson Ford is celebrating 67 years with a huge anniversary sale. Listen to this. Save hundreds of save hundreds on new and pre-owned vehicles now in stock. And I'm talking Mustang Mach-E's, Broncos, Bronco Sports, Escapes, Explorers, lots of Rangers, F-150, and Super Duty trucks. Woo! Listen, there's new inventory arriving every single day. Or you could order your new Ford exactly the way you want it 
and not with no deposit required. You save an additional $1,000. Sanderson Ford's been doing business this way for 67 years. It's no hassle. It's no pressure. And Lord have mercy, it's no nonsense. And no added markups. All roads in Arizona lead to Sanderson Ford for sales, service, and satisfaction. Follow the road to Sanderson Ford for the 67th anniversary sale. Open Monday through Saturday, every week of the year. Get to Sanderson Ford in Glendale on 51st Avenue, right at Maryland. Welcome back to Rosie on the House. My one cue for the morning, and I missed it. <laughs> well, our big cue for the morning is bringing Henry into the conversation, okay. who has a question for our guest, Bobby Serafin, general manager of Mission Hardwoods. Thank you for joining us. Yes. And Henry, a homeowner here in Arizona, called listener to the show, has a specific question for you. Mr. Henry, good morning. Hi, good morning. Uh, we have um, uh, Kendall Plank uh, installed in 2006. It has um, 2.43 millimeters of engineered wood, teak, or 0.1 inch. Uh, the problem is in the high traffic areas, it's really starting to look dull. We have people that clean once a month, but uh, they don't get on their hands and knees and clean it, so we're going to have to start doing that. Uh, once we clean it, I put on, like, uh, Wyman hardwood cleaner or restorer, and that really makes it look beautiful. But um, we're wondering, is, is there some, you know, they told us initially, the installer, that we would be able to have it sanded once, but it's a uh, aluminum oxide surface. So I'm wondering, is that, was that correct, or where, where do we go from here? Because it's starting to look pretty uh, so, pretty dull, darn so, dull yeah, even so though the I'm rest is... I would like to start with uh, the product that you're using. So by applying something that has oils or waxes uh, in it, which is what you just mentioned, uh, prohibits us from recoating the floor. So in, in your instance where the finish was getting dull, we could have gone in and simply abraded the floor with using a buffer and cleaned it up real well and then apply a clear coat on it. That would have given your floor another you know, 10 or so years of, of life. Whereas uh, the moment you put any one of those products on there, like a Rejuvenate product, uh, you'll find that uh, the the clear coat will not adhere properly to the floor. So you're at a point now where the floor does have to be sanded and refinished. And the answer is yes, your floor can be sanded and refinished down to raw wood. That'll also give you the opportunity to change the color if you'd like, or you can keep the same color and basically have a brand new looking floor after the refinish is done. Now that wood floor goes in under the toe kicks, goes right up against the door casing, the baseboard. I mean, how do you get up into those tight areas? Yeah, we have special equipment. Uh, they're actually called toe kick edgers that that get right in there and and, and sand right up to it. So there, there is a, a missed square centimeter that y'all don't take care of. It's not really, even. It's really pretty incredible. N yeah, not not even. I mean, it, everything then gets done by hand by the by the edges. So if we are going up against like toe kicks or uh, baseboards and such, um, it, it all gets sanded to a point where you really do not see where, where the line would have been. Okay. If I take, uh, so Henry has engineered floor. Let's explain to the homeowners what that is. If I take a piece of engineered floor and I cut it, what am I going to be looking at? Yeah. So you have a plywood core consisting of multi-layers of, uh, of, of wood. 
And then the surface consists of that wear layer, which is the or, or veneer, whichever, whatever, however you want to call it. Uh, and, and again, that wear layer can be from one to six millimeters in thickness. And that's your finish. That's what you're looking at. That's what you're walking on. Yes. That's why with engineered floor, you're only ever going to get one sanding. Depends. If you, if you have, a, for instance, a four millimeter wear layer and the product is of good quality that has a good balancing backer on it, you can refinish that twice. Okay. And so he had his floor installed in 06. Mm -hmm. Here we are in 2022. So he's gotten, uh, what, 16 years out of it. Yeah, that's pretty good. We get it refinished. How long can he expect again? Based based on what I heard, the, the same the same amount of time I would say because when when clients years. ask me how long a floor lasts, I respond with, you know, how long will your car last? Well, how many miles are you going to put on that car, right? So <laughs> how do you use your floor? Good question. So I, I was thinking forward too. So let's say Henry does what you've suggested, has it sand and refinished, mm -hmm. and then it starts to wear again way, way down the road. Then can it go back and do what you initially would have told him to do? Or yeah, is, so that floor, yeah. we can keep that floor going forever in the sense that if we go in every 7 to 10 years and buff it and put another clear coat on it, we can keep that floor going. Uh, if you wear it down to a point that, you know, that you wear through the finish into the raw wood, then you have to have it refinished. Uh, and then again, if you if you use the wrong products like the one that was mentioned with some oils or waxes in it, that creates a buildup on the surface. Then that prohibits you from recoating the now, floor. Does it? It doesn't keep you from doing it. It just adds an, one more step to doing that, right? Well, no, you you cannot recoat that floor at that point. Oh, you can't get in there and and get that out of you there. You can you can yeah you can sand it down to raw wood and refinish it always, but but it just prohibits you from doing the. The, the step, the maintenance step of a recoat, okay. which is uh, far less expensive, far less intrusive, doesn't take as much time to do. So, so that's something that you need to be looking at as far as what you're using on your floor to clean it. Um, uh, typically, uh, well, you, you want to follow manufacturer's guidelines because there are different finishes that take different cleaners, but your average floor will take an alcohol-based cleaner or so, or like a, a Bona product that basically uh, does not leave any residue. So, so okay. you can compare that finish to a window. Right. If you take something greasy, try to wipe the window down, you're just going to smudge it all over the place. That's what that's what you're doing with those products, with the rejuvenate product, with the with the uh, uh, like Murphy's oil or anything. anything so of that if nature. Henry, if Henry wanted Bobby out at the house to do a consult on what condition this floor is in and what our options are, how would he reach you? Uh, you can call us at 480-994-0123 uh, or just uh, fill out our um, form online at missionhardwood.com. All right. And they'll come out and take a look at it, Henry, for, for free. It is a 602, so I know I'm not sending you to Tucson. <laughs> 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 I do know that. So the engineered is, is a, the wear layer is a tenth to four tenths of an inch thick or one to four mils right. is what I should say. Um, now a true hardwood floor is three quarters of an inch thick. Correct. But I can't sand it three quarters of an inch down. No, you, you typically <laughs> sand it to your tongue and groove. Yeah. And that really depends on the manufacturer where, where they also place the tongue and groove. But on average, you have a solid quarter inch to play with. Yeah. That's a lot of wood. That, that is, yeah. And if it's done correctly where you're not being very aggressive with the refinish, you can refinish those floors up to seven times. I mean, but that's if all the steps are taken correctly. I was in a home that we did in 19, I can tell you exactly when we did it. We did it in 1981. And I was in that home recently in the last 30 days, all hardwood floors. 
uh, real hardwood floors, the old style with plywood and four yes. layers of felt and all that stuff. And that that floor looked brand new. Sure. They, they have maintained it. And that so that floor is now, what, 40 years old? Mm-hmm. I mean, that floor is going to go another 50 years. Easy. Easy, yeah. yeah. Well, that kind of brings up another topic that's on your website. If, if you guys are listening along, go to missionhardwood.com, and you can see these beautiful floors. But you, and I'm getting the I once, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> This uh, reclaimed hardwood floors. Yes. So, so tell me a little bit about. about uh, yeah, they're great. Uh, there's a full array of um, uh, character that comes with a reclaimed floor. Uh, you can purchase planks that come from exterior of buildings. They will give you uh, the original saw marks on there and the weathering, so they, they produce all different colors, grays, and whatnot. Uh, you can also purchase reclaimed from interior of buildings, from like beams and such. So uh, they they will look clean, but they may have some nail holes and stuff in them, but it's just a lot cleaner than, of course, something that comes out of the exterior of the building. Uh, the really nice thing about reclaimed floors is, is, is the wood is far more stable than, mm. than green wood just because it's already been out there in the elements for, you know, 60, 80, 100 years. Who knows? Um, and, of course, it's a, it's a recycled product. So that's, that's a fantastic thing about that, too, is, is you're taking something, not just tossing it. You're, you're repurposing it. And is that... Um where is that expense-wise? Is that more or less or about the same? Uh, it's a little more than a typical solid hardwood floor just because of all the labor that goes mm-hmm. into dismantling the buildings, denailing everything, remilling the planks and such. And one more. How, how about this idea of putting it on the wall? Is that still very popular? Absolutely, and we that? do that too. Uh, it's, it's a great feature to do, whether it be in a great room or around a fireplace or a bar area or even as a backboard in the master bedroom. I mean, it, it, it looks great. Huh. Any room, any room I shouldn't put wood flooring in. I'm thinking in specifically this home I just talked about we did in the 80s. The entire kitchen, the entire laundry room, and the hall bathroom, the guest bathroom mm-hmm. is all hardwood floor. Yeah. I can remember telling the client, you might want to rethink wood floors in the laundry room and the bathroom. But I'm telling you, those floors looked brand new. Absolutely. Uh, if it's done correctly, I don't see an issue putting it in any room. Okay. Uh, just the right application needs to be considered. So as long as the right product is chosen and, and the right finishes are on that product, then it'll do very well. But it really comes down to that product knowledge and picking out the correct product for the application. I mean, oddly enough, I've even done a garage in, in a reclaimed wood for a client. So, uh, yeah, we, we've done... All spaces you can think of. I was in a home in Tucson recently. Uh, his entire floor was the U of A basketball mm-hmm. uh, flooring yeah. that was torn out when they rebuilt the stadium. Yeah. yeah. It, it was gorgeous. Absolutely. It, yeah. It, and that would be a maple floor. Yeah. And, and, and they just last forever. Now, when we used to do remodeling with wood floors, we would bring the wood floor in, stack it. Turn the air conditioning on and stabilize that wood. Uh, it always seemed like way too long for me because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we so were trying because we we're trying to finish this remodel. But, Absolutely, that's uh, called um, uh, acclimation, and acclimation is not a time thing; it's a moisture content thing. Yeah. So really, how it works is we we have a moisture meter. We test the the wood moisture's content, and then. What happens is we have a chart that shows us the target. So it, the acclimation can take anywhere from one day to seven days in, inside of someone's home. And you don't want to stack it in the ambient air. You want to no, stack no. it in the air condition. You Correct. want it in the condition. Yeah, it has space. to be in an environment that's going to live in for it to acclimate properly. 
Now, you know how hard it is for me as a remodeler to tell that homeowner, look, I got to stack wood in this house and you're not going to see me for a week. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. So there are ways to uh, but, control but that. But it's very necessary. It is very necessary, but we also control that by asking some of our mills to dry out the wood a little more than usual. So when the wood comes in, it already comes in at a lower moisture content. What do you and want it at? Uh, depends on the wood species and depends oh. on today's temperature and relative humidity, but it could be anywhere between 6 and 8% in moisture content. So it really just depends on on where we are today. Rosie looks stunned when you said mm-hmm. that. He's thinking. <laughs> uh, I am thinking because I'm thinking I'm I'm thinking what it's coming in at. Yeah. So it could um, be arriving in town at twice that easy, right? It could be if it's coming from areas that have high relative humidity. Uh, but I do work with mills; they'll dry out to four percent, and by the time it hits my warehouse, it's at five or six because it'll absorb in a little transport. bit of moisture in transport. And uh, a lot of times it's at Target. So there's a way to manage that to speed up the process if, uh, if time is an issue. All right. So we've talked through the different types of wood flooring. We've talked about the evolution of installing wood floors, in particular on the desert floor in Arizona on top of concrete. Because that's, that's a very specific installation that they don't necessarily see anywhere else in the that's country. <laughs> I yeah, mean, that's, that's very it unique. It is, very, it is different. And you could make some big mistakes there. We've talked about uh, installing it and how it is different from new to remodel. When we get back, I want to talk a little bit about, okay, we've, we've talked to Henry about a product he used that was not the right. Can we talk a little bit more about the proper maintenance? What, if, I, if I spring for this mesquite floor that Jennifer's over here drooling all over her <laughs> electronics over, if I spring for that, How are we going to maintain it? When we get back, we'll talk about that with Bobby of Mission Hardwood Floors. Rosie, certified hardwood flooring contractor for the greater Maricopa County area, right? Yes. How far will y'all go? What's your service area? Uh, We do go north to Flagstaff, Sedona, Payson. All right. Um, Yeah, so we cover a large area. More with Bobby when we get back. I'm walking the floor over you. I can't sleep a wink, that is true. I'm hoping and I'm praying as my heart breaks right into walking the floor over you. Oh, that sounds too good to interrupt. That sounds good. A little toe-tapping music at Rosie on the House to try and cheer up your Saturday morning. We're here this hour talking with Bobby Serafin of Mission Hardwood Floor. Uh, been in business installing hardwood floors in Maricopa County in Arizona since 1972. That is the year I got my driver's license. That's the year I entered the construction industry. And we're talking about hardwood flooring specifically. But before we go back to a couple of details about maintaining hardwood floors, let's talk one more time, Bobby, about Mission Hardwood Floor and your full line of services. What, what do y'all do? So besides uh, sanding and refinishing and, of course, recoating floors, which is part of maintenance, uh, we do full uh, installations uh, of new flooring, which uh, can be solid wood floors, engineered, pre-finished floors, um, luxury vinyl plank, uh, SPC, which is a stone core composite that's been really taking off in the last year or two. Uh, We also do full demolition services, so we can take anything off. Uh, that slab that's on there now, uh, full slab prep, which includes flattening, leveling, grinding, etc. Uh, so we're a full stop shop for for wood flooring, new or remodel. Correct. Okay. And if anybody wanted to talk to y'all, 
or have you out for a little consult, how would they do that? Uh, they can call us at 480-994-0123 or contact us through our website, which is missionhardwood.com. And let's talk a little bit about, uh, let's hit on proper maintenance again. Let's assume, let's assume we've got a solid hardwood flooring. How am I going to maintain? How am I going to maintain that? You don't like any of the oil-based products. You just use a cleaner. Just just kind of do the same thing what you do with your windows. You know, use a cleaner that does not leave any residue behind. And again, one of my favorites is, is the Bona hardwood floor cleaner. But there are many other options out there on the market. Uh, you want to sweep or vacuum the floor first, and then you can run the microfiber mop alongside the the cleaner, uh, and 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 that's all you really need to do. And then we've got options for when the wood flooring, either engineered or real, starts showing some wear patterns. We've got options to restore it for another 15 to 20 years. Yeah, the key there is to catch it in time. So if you see that, that the sheen is breaking down, it's not, in the, especially in your high traffic areas, uh, that, that's not the same sheen level as the rest of the floor. You, you want to be able to get in there and, and apply a clear coat on that floor prior to those areas getting worse. Okay. Well, as we started the show this hour, I told you the very first question I ever got in my broadcast uh, career was a question on bamboo flooring. I probably should have had you in the show that Saturday, <laughs> but I don't think you were bored yet. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think so either. <laughs> You've been in hardwood flooring your whole life Correct. there with your dad yes. at Mission Hardwood. Thanks a million. I know you've got uh, an almost a newborn and a couple kids, and you yes. had to carve time out of your family weekend to come and help us educate the Arizona homeowner about hardwood flooring. So I want you to know I appreciate it, and I know the Arizona homeowners appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for having me. I wanted to throw out that that website one more time, missionhardwood.com. Phone number is 480-994-0123. A great website. And then also you can go to our website and see the YouTube that he and Romy created that tells you all the things you just if, heard about. If you want to revisit any of these points about hardwood flooring, you can go to rosyonthehouse.com. We have an article there, Getting In on the Ground Floor. It's the topic of the week. You can find it are the quick links and get the entire article. On the homepage at rosyonthehouse.com is Romy and Bobby on one of y'all's projects talking through. Yes. And that was a client that wanted to go. They actually want to change the color of the floor. They want right? to change the color. They also added one section in the great room that had an insert of a different floor. We wound up matching the floor, adding and, and, and you know just adding that whole section together. And, and once we were all set and done, it, it completely looked seamless like, like it was always there. And y'all took that hardwood finish, if I'm not mistaken. Y'all went to like a medium oak color. Y'all went really light on it, right? Yeah, In yeah. The gave it gave you the very updated, um, almost like a beachy look. Yeah, uh, it just looked stunning. I mean, it, it it looked like we just put the floor in. You can find that at rosyonthouse.com. It's on the homepage. It's the video posted as the top video. Bobby of Mission Hardwood, thanks a million for joining us this Saturday, helping me educate the Arizona homeowners on hardwood floor in Arizona. It's different here.